Well, hello, 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 and welcome to Sisters You Have Value Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tolliver, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Happy Friday, happy Friday. We are at it again, y'all. We are at it again, bringing you riveting, thought-provoking information to transform your lives for the better. This podcast was created for women because we believe in the power of sisterhood and unity, and we strive to build a community where women can share their passions, learn from one another's experiences, and support each other on their journeys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Sisters You Have Value podcast. If you are a new listener, thank you for tuning in. Give us a like, share, and follow. Tell a friend. And if you are a returning listener, you rock. Thank you for coming back again and giving us another listen. Today, y'all, we are in this relationship thing. We are in it, in it, in it. And last week, <laughs> last week we talked about submission. And I know that word is a little dirty word to some people, but for some of us, submission is is absolutely okay. And um, we find it appealing um, biblically. At least I do. So this week we have titled this podcast, Why Do I Keep Attracting That Type of Man? Why Do I Keep Attracting This Type? Yeah, I've been there, done that. So uh, we're going to try to get into this so we we can stop being jacked up, getting unstuck from things. and delve into the mysteries of our heart and soul, y'all. So we want to embark on this journey of self-discovery as we explore this question that so many of us have pondered. Why? 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 Do I keep attracting that type of man? So uh, get your drink, grab a seat, get comfortable. Let's get started. You know, let's get into it. So, um, now, you know, this question hunts people, you know, it, it has uh, present company included in the past, leaving them puzzled and frustrated by seemingly repetitive patterns um, in relationship. But fear not, because we are here, y'all, today to uncover the underlying reasons and try to offer some insights into this perplexing phenomenon. So now at some point in time, y'all, we all had a type. Uh, be he light, dark, short, fat, skinny, uh, fine, however he was, he was a certain type of man. I myself had the light, bright, and sometimes white. Yeah, so don't judge me. Um, it is what it is. That was my type for years. Probably that's all wanted me at the time. But the attraction pattern that we're speaking about today, um, not so much as a, a description like the physical or the outward appearance, it often stems from today. We want to talk about the one that stemmed from those past experiences, our upbringing, uh, that pattern of why we get this one. He may be jacked up. Uh, he, a narcissist. This one may be, uh, you know, something else. But a lot of that stems from our early relationships with family members, and this stuff can leave imprints on us. Uh, y'all ever seen, what's that movie with Bella and, you know, the, the wolf thing? I don't know, but but they imprint on them. So, and sometimes our subconscious mind 
grab hold to that. And it shapes everything, our perception of love, acceptance, our self-worth. So if we experience unhealthy dynamics or experience neglect, abuse, we may unseemingly seek out people who create these familiar patterns. Um, I always said, I am not, my daddy can't hear y'all. It's like, this man cannot hear. And you know, you never, you you know, some of us say we ain't gonna marry no man or be with nobody like my dad and the person I'm with now. I got that TV up sky high all the time. Uh, so um, you ask, our past can influence our present choices? Absolutely. It is an invisible script that plays out in the background of your mind, guiding your choices without you even realizing it. The subconscious mind seeks what's familiar, you know, um, even when it's not what we consciously desire. You know, you're going to leave him, but then you take him back. You know, you're going to get rid of him, girl, I'm not, but then here they come again. I ain't going to get nobody like that again. And here come the next one. And he just like that one. Maybe he dog, maybe he this, but they all the same type. Um, mentally, that mindset, that thing that, you know, we get hooked on. So uh, again, those past experiences and upbringing play that significant role. So that's why, you know, a lot of times we laugh, we joke about it, but there are some people who never delve into the psyche part of it to go, why, you know, what's going on with me that I do that? You know, why is this happening to me kind of thing? So again, that foundation that we built on, that foundation, it built that understanding of love, relationship, even our sense of self-worth, even when we talk about childhood trauma, y'all, you can go and date back to your trauma and your childhood and what, what role model you had. We observe and learn from people around us, right? So parents, caregivers. If you grew up witnessing healthy, loving relationships, you're more likely to seek similar connections. It's just it's just the way it is. On the other hand, if you witness dysfunctional or toxic relationship, you're gonna gravitate towards similar. One thing about that, and 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 I'll I'll get in. I, I really want to say something about that. A lot of times, when they say you witness dysfunctional, toxic relationships. It can also be the PTSD, is CPTSD, is childhood post-traumatic stress disorder that it brings on a child. Because when you stifle a child, when you tell a child they stupid, they dumb, they this or that, not only do you see it, you emulate it, you believe the lies that they told you. You believe the lies that people say you weren't worthy. So then you're going to get somebody that's jacked up, cheating, um, doing you wrong and things like that. So even in that, we have to realize there's a reason we allow certain things in our lives. But you got those people that go, girl, if it was me, girl, if it was you, you'd be doing half and whole worse than what they doing. Stop acting like, you know, anytime somebody's going through something in a relationship, you got that one that sticks out like a sore thumb, that squeaky wheel gets the grease about what she would or wouldn't do. The only difference between you, me or anybody else, we just ain't see her mess. And probably got trampled over 15,000 times, but you want to come here um, and insert some things in that. You have attachment styles. Um, they developed in infancy through interactions with your caregiver. This, man, this impacts how we approach intimacy and emotional connection in my early years. I, I didn't have that intimacy, that emotional, you know, I used to. I told y'all before I asked my mom, but did, did something happen to me? Because, you know, I didn't have that love. I didn't have that where I could love people. 
um, you know, that kind of thing, or didn't even feel like I was even worthy of that. Um, can you imagine, uh, as amazing as I am, y'all, I, I thought that, but you know, when you have experienced those secure attachments, you're more likely to seek emotionally available and stable partners. Conversely, you know, if we have insecure attachments, we're going to attract partners who replicate the emotional unavailability or inconsistency we experienced in childhood. It's just a fact. Early trauma can do it, y'all. Um, abuse, neglect, loss. Those are emotional wounds. Um, and all of this carry over into adulthood. And as and I'll tell you something about the black community, even back then, I'm a 70s baby, so y'all know I'm Generation X. But even back then, coming up 70s, 80s, 90s, black people frowned on therapy, counseling, only no help, you know. So we treat band, we put band-aids on the symptoms. We don't treat the problems. So you think you drink? No, you're drinking because of something. You 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 are anesthetizing the pain because of something that happened. You're promiscuous because of something. You throw it off because of something. And people don't understand that all of those things affect us because it's unresolved. And it's going to lead you to that unconscious of a thing where you seek out those same people. Your family patterns does the same thing. So, you know, our self-worth, our perception, how we see ourselves, and even in how we were treated or valued. If you think you have no value, then you're going to allow them to trample all over you. You're going to allow them to use you, to abuse you. Um, and the sad part about that, y'all, even in attracting these types, they'll beat you down so bad. And make you believe that, that, that they're the only ones that want you, that you won't even leave. And girl, it's okay, you know, and it's this. No, the devil is a lie. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You the head and not the tail. You are a daughter of the most high God. You get what I'm saying? So you got to know I'm loved. I'm gorgeous. Hey, gorgeous. You know, I am something. I am somebody. But we have to be able to embody that. But again, it's easier said that, than done. When you've been beaten down so hard. That's why some people come to you, girl, it's, girl, no, girl, you don't know what she's been through. And and it took, took away that thing. So when you have that, we seek validation and love from people who may not be genuine. So when we out there and, and we didn't get, you know, my family was a family that didn't say I love you. I guess it was implied. <laughs> Shit, whatever. But me, my children. That's an everyday thing. You know, I tell my son every day I love him. My grandson every day I love him. My daughter, you know, those are things that we did in this household that I wanted done so that they can know, not think or just automatically assume that there was love, especially when you beat me, you know, and things like that. So um, if we hold on to that and those uh, limiting beliefs like I'm not worthy or all men are not uh, are, are not trustworthy or we're we going to create those self-fulfilling prophecies. Some people, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, the power of life and death is in the tongue. And sometimes you, I see, I said it. No, you solidify every time you say that I'm not good enough. Every time you say that I, I'm not worthy, you buy into your own lie. The tricks of the devil, because he know how to get you. When you give him a foothold into your life, girl, he going to jab right in that door. And he going to take over. Some of us have a fear of being alone. 
So when you think of being single as a dirty word, as, as bad as, sum, as submission, you're prone to date people who you should steer clear of, you know. So women who know how to enjoy their own company and build an independent, fulfilling life are much in a much better position. Um, so when we talk about types, when we talk about what we attract, there's a deep-rooted thing, y'all, uh, that I need y'all to understand that's still hidden within it. We call it the shadows. Call Jung, call it shadows. That's the shadow work. You have an archetype. You really need to dig deep into those shadows and deal with those triggers and the things that get you. And again, we're going to do one of those um, one day. Um, but things that are so unconsciously uh, repetitive that you're not even aware that you do day to day that you tell yourself. And I tell people, even when you speak negative, that's an aff affirmation. You are affirming that I'm not worthy. You are affirming that I'm not good enough. You are affirming that girl, I can't do no better. I, you know, if I leave, you know, nobody else going to want me. The devil is alive. But we, we have to be able to break free from that. Sometimes you got to get that professional help. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you got to go outside of the confines of that. Much prayer, much power. Little prayer, little power. You know, and you know, you can ask the pastor to pray for you. Whatever your beliefs are, I'm a believer. So, you know, I don't say anything other than hey, one God, one Lord, one Father, one baptism. Don't get it twisted. Um, you just have to be able to believe that you are worth more than that. So again, some of these things are going to require something a little bit deeper, something a little bit more uh, weightier than uh, just speaking those affirmations. But it's get into that word, get into that devotion, get into that Bible, get into that study, get into those things that, you know, the Holy Spirit can change your heart and mind and thought process of. Some of y'all in relationships because you think you can change them. You <laughs> did yeah, I keep telling y'all, this is not build a bear, build a man project. This is the foolishness that we have, but you know, but we, we think these things. And when we get to this type of person, you think you can change him. And, and some of the times you, you hadn't figured out what you need in life. So, you know, we choose guys who have ugh, eerily the similar qualities that we have. We gravitate toward what we're familiar with. What's the one thing when you break up with somebody? Girl, you ain't going to sleep with nobody else. I'm going to go back to uh, Bill because it's, you're familiar with Bill. That way you don't <laughs> think yourself out, you're out there bad. But I'm going to go on back. You know, but you know he wasn't good for you. You know he didn't treat you right. You know he wasn't right for you. But it's what you're familiar with. You know, um... If you feel familiar with a man that got mom issues and the inability to hold down a job, it's probably time to date outside your type. Yeah. You know, it goes against logic to keep choosing guys that will ultimately hurt you. But matters of the heart are not always logical, y'all. You like to think that uh, you won't go for somebody who, who, who rub you the wrong way. But if you've done it 10 or 20 times, y'all. Uh, chances are you're going to do it again because it's familiar, it's repetitive, you, you're not really aware, you're in a bad place, you're in a bad space, you don't feel good about yourself. Um, and those are some of the things that um, keeps you from doing that. Again, they like to, you know, um, and sometimes people prey on that. Men can see that. you, How you respond, what you allow and and you like that prey, you like lions prey. They see you coming and they know they got you. 
because they know you need it. And the first time he say you pretty, <laughs> because because you hadn't been told that. I, I validated my daughter. I told her she was beautiful. I told her she was pretty. I told her these things. You know, you're the head and not the tail. I put affirmations. I used to put sticky notes on my children's mirrors. When they get up in the morning, it was some type of affirmation on there. But she knew who she was. She didn't have to go through some of the things that I did and suffered because I made sure the household was different. I made sure what I went through and what I accepted, what I allowed was different because I'm I'm that person here we talking about in my 20s or 30s, you know, 20s, late 20s. Well, probably pre that. But the thing about it is when you come from somewhere where you're broken, where you come from something where if you had bullies like I did, if you had certain things that weighed you down, that made you feel inferior, that made you feel like you weren't enough, then anything that latched on to you, not anything, because I always had a tight baby. All my men were always pretty. They were always cute and stuff. Don't get it twisted. But my point is, they were still just as rotten to the core. <laughs> That's how get out done. Wasn't no good, y'all. Wasn't no good. Um, but I always had some good people in, you know, you know, fast forward. I had a number of good people in my life, great people that are so amazing. And um, you know, some I would exile, but anyway. Um, but it's all about healing the wounds from the past. <laughs> so, and when you when we talk about the wounds of the past. One of the things we have to understand is how does that factor into attracting healthier partners? Because y'all healing is essential. Um, I laugh, I joke about it because, hey, I, I tell you, it ain't much on this podcast. Hell, it ain't been nothing on this podcast that I don't have a t-shirt in the closet uh, for. Babe, I can contend with the best of you. But here's the thing, not to boast or brag about it, but I thank God for the journey now. Because it made me who I am today. Because, babe, I know I'm cute. I know I'm fine. I know I can catch anything I want to. Um, and that they're going to love me. They're going to respect me because I require that. That's the thing. I, from the jump, that's what I require. So how you start a thing is how you're going to finish the thing. But before we get to that strength, you got to get healthy. That's how some people, girl, if it was me, girl, you got you got to heal. You about as silly as the day long because it, it takes more than you just telling her something. She's wounded. She's hurt. She's broken. And you got to, again, you can engage in therapy, counseling. That can be incredibly beneficial in processing past traumas and gaining a clearer understanding of who you are. Now, I myself, I did not have to do that. I thank God for Jesus that I didn't. Much prayer, much power. I believe in the power of the words that we speak. Um, but I made it. Uh, so when we work through unresolved issues, we can begin to transform those negative patterns and build a healthier self-esteem about ourselves. But there's another thing to that. You got to get comfortable with being alone. Some of y'all jump from man to man to man, like a fly jumping on some stuff. And you you take that baggage with you. You know, you take everything with you, all the insecurities, all the lack, all the uh, not believing in yourself, all of thinking you're not enough. You know, you have to take some time out to say, Lord, I, I trust you that 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 I'm, I, I'm OK, Lord. I just ask that you be with me, that you give me the grace to uh, make it through. 
you know, you got to be able to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Sometimes it's hard. It's hard being by yourself when you're used to certain things, but you got to go through it. You got to go through it. So how can we break that pattern? How can we attract more compatible partners? Let's see. Number one, you got to know yourself. Again, spend time understanding you, your values, your goals in life. When you have a clear sense of who you are and whose you are, because, you know, I'm a child of the most high God. That's my father, you know. Uh, I'm the head and not the tail above and not beneath. It becomes easier to recognize when somebody is a good fit. Vet that thing. But you got to get you together. You got to get you in line to see what you are, what you want. Where are you in your life? Because if you're still broken, you're going to attract broken men. Set boundaries. You got to establish some healthy boundaries and stick to them. It's, it includes emotional, physical, and mental. Don't compromise your values or tolerate behaviors that make you uncomfortable. And here's the thing in that. And, and I can, oh Lord, I can speak on that one. That just hit me like a brick upside my head. Um, when you compromise, when, when you tolerate that mess and you know you don't like it, you know you still broke. You are broke beyond measure because you don't have the strength or the wherewithal to tell them to leave, to go, or you don't have that wherewithal to get up to leave because guess what? You don't think somebody else is going to want you. You don't think, you know, you, you think it's going to get better. Um, you know, we are self-destructors ourselves. When we're like this, we actually contribute to the downfall of that relationship. And number three, we got to learn from past relationships. You got to reflect on that. Identify those common things, those red flags. Y'all know, <laughs> like that news lady with that stop sign they hit. Y'all know it's, <laughs> y'all know that joker ain't good enough for y'all. Y'all know it. And, and we still go right in there because girl, he fine. Girl, he fine. Y'all better get out these types and better get into something that can, you can spend the rest of your life that's going to love you and care for you like Christ loved the church that's going to be there for you, that's going to in your time of sickness, not one that's going to burn out when it gets rough. You know, you got to improve your self-esteem. Get some confidence and self-worth. Um, those are attractive qualities to a man, and a man can tell when you're confident. A man can tell when you're not. You got to work on building you so you're less likely to settle, y'all for less than what you deserve. You ever seen Louis Vuitton put them bags on sale? Hermes, all of these places, they ain't got to advertise. Gucci don't advertise. What are they advertising at? They know the quality of their bags. Now, if you go to some outlet or something like that, but go up in Louis. It's what it is, boo. It's what it is. Them Bentleys, they, where they at? Where the Rolls Royce is at? It's what it is. They ain't going to be on no corner lot here. <laughs> Ella, you're tied up in Shreveport, the road. <laughs> but you gotta, you know, so understand you are value. We are amazing creatures. Y'all just gotta know who you are, y'all. Expand your social circle. Engage in activities and join community where you're gonna meet like minded. Stop getting uh willy foo foo off the corner somewhere. Stop going to Family Dollar. You might want to jump up to Walmart quality. <laughs> Yeah, you might go to Target, but get out of Dollar General and, and Dollar Tree looking for that man because that's not it. Yeah. Y'all, I tickle myself sometimes, but I'm so serious. Uh, you got to be able to communicate clearly. Be open and honest about your intentions and what you're looking for in a partner. 
um, that's so crucial, y'all, for understanding um, each other's expectations. And then we don't get anything twisted. We're not uh, jaded on where we are. So, because here's the thing. Once you know and solidify that thing that I know who I am, however you deem that relationship, whatever you said it to be, you're good. And you got to learn to get out your feelings. The relationship's not about your feelings. Now, you got to be objective, not subjective, based off what this thing is going to do for me. How can this man be? Is he a liability or is he an asset? Is he bringing me down or is he building me up? Does he support me or not? So you got in, in, in take your time, y'all, to get to know somebody before putting him on Facebook. <laughs> then next week, you got to take him down, looking a hot mess. <laughs> me and Bay, leave Bay in the closet. <laughs> leave Bay in the closet. I've been talking to somebody going on three years and you ain't going to see him. You ain't going to know him. You don't even know his name. <laughs> no, you leave Bay in the closet and stuff like that. Because, um, you you know, you get so excited because you just happen somebody latched on to you. Uh, trust your instincts. Y'all know we got that intuition. Women have that intuition. You know, if something feels off, you got reservations about some things, trust the plus. Trust that gut instinct. Don't ignore those red flags, y'all. And you got to focus on compatibility. What the Bible say? Do not be unequally yoked with these jokers. He an atheist, you a believer. How that's going to work out? Same thing in, in a relationship. What values, life goals, interests you have? You want to go build something. You, you're an entrepreneur. He don't want to do a thing. He's telling you, you're doing too much. You're not spending time. You're not, instead of supporting you in your endeavors for y'all future, you know that's not the right fit because it's going to always be controversy. And so you have to have compatibility, and that's that's vital for a long-lasting, fulfilling relationship. Now, that doesn't mean y'all have to have the same thing, but you're like-minded where we support each other on our journey. You need that. Hey, it's a compliment, not a competition. If you're in competition with that man, run. I'm not about to compete with no man when I bring the table. Don't play. So be patient, y'all. Finding the right person take time. And I know, you know, the way this jokers are nowadays, we out, man, we out waiting men. <laughs> it's slim picking sometimes. Sometimes you got to get outside your place or where you are. You got to find somebody somewhere else. Get your dating site. Go do something. Find them some other kind of way. Because sometimes the stuff right in your town then been around the block too many times. You don't want to drive that car. <laughs> you don't even want to get in that car. So you got to be patient and, and, and pray about that thing. Um, you, you get into the word and ask God to change your heart. Ask him to prepare you to be that woman, uh, prepare you. And so when he does that attraction, hey, it's like they say, whatever you put out into the universe, those things come back. It's the same thing in what we speak. We bring it into existence existence self that and then there's that self-fulfilling prophecy that you always be see i told you i knew it was this i know you spoke that believe what the word says life or death how do you want to live stop wishing bad on somebody you wishing they fail but they mind is on prospering babe i got this i'm the prize i got the goal you're the dummy because you're the one that's going to fail because you're wishing that failure on somebody else. What they say, don't dig two ditches. The same one you're digging is one you're going to fall in. So just make sure you're patient. Ask God to lead you and guide you. And then pray for that man. Lord, let him be this type of man. I, I want a man like Christ loved the church and gave himself that he's going to love me, that he's going to be faithful to me, that he's going to be kind and caring and gentle. 
that it's going to be supportive and understanding, Lord, even in my endeavors, when I when I can't be understood, when I'm just as jacked up as the day long. We want that kind of girl at this age, when you get over 50, <laughs> you, you're not looking for girl. He fine because I used to just watch him walk down the hall like mm, that. Just, oh, no. Now I want to know if if I get into you, can you wipe my butt if something happens to me? Are you going to leave me when the chips get down? You know what I mean? Um, how does he treat his mother? How does he treat people? How does he, is he caring? You get what I'm saying? So you got to have somebody who's going to be in that thing for the long haul. Somebody that's going to be there with you that can journey this thing we call life together with you. Again, seek support. If you find yourself repeatedly doing the same thing, hey, ask your friends, give them some insights. And remember, the key is to value yourself, y'all. Be true to your needs and your desires. This is not being selfish. This is making sure that you're good so that you can be good for that relationship and not because sometimes in our in this weakness that we have, we destroy those relationships anyway. Um, and you're gonna naturally attract more compatible partners. And I'm going to tell you, as we grow and we mature in Christ, my uh, my dating pool got so small to the things in the type in, in the things that just didn't interest me anymore. Um, replacing it with those positive affirmations and those beliefs that I had when I shifted my mindset to draw myself to healthier individuals that were like-minded. I'm an entrepreneur. Y'all know I got two businesses. Y'all know I got all this. I got that. I want somebody that's going to grind with me, not deplete my bank account. You get what I'm saying? So it's self-love, not selfish, you know. So same thing with being able to communicate those things. And 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 I think, you know, I think those things are paramount. You know, um, it's a learning experience, y'all. And it takes time. Um, it didn't happen overnight. And some of us are not even aware Um of the things that we do, but it can take you to a deep depression. It can take you down that rabbit hole that you want to, you don't want to go. Um, it can make you feel so insecure and make you not love yourself. Um, it can do so much because that cycle is so toxic, you know, um, you know, it's so it's bad. And that's why I say it's so important. Um, some people like that. Some people like the way it hurt. Um, I don't know. Um, some people, you know, will never learn. But that's why we're here. That's why we're here to value each other, to be able to impart some things um, and not be in desperation, not be desperate. Don't send the wrong signals to these people so that we can build up our self-esteem so they know right now I know how I need to come for her. And if it don't work, you got to be able to walk away from that mess. You got to be willing to just say, hey, mm -mm, I'm good. I'm good. So a lot of things that we see in people is in us. You know, a lot of things we hate in others, we hate in ourselves. So um, you just got to remember those things, but you got to remember how important you are. Um, Self-awareness. It's a powerful tool, y'all. Pay attention. Pay attention to yourself, to the red flags. Uh, to the relationship, analyze anything that's not right. <clears throat> if you notice any similarities in your past partners, hey, start looking at, Lord, what's drawing me to them in the first place? Did they possess some qualities that you admired or did you 
look past it. You know, sometimes we look past certain things, but those will be the most critical things that are deal breakers later on down the line. Because I'm going to tell you one thing for certain, too, for sure. If I get to an altar and say this is a bad idea, I'm turning around. I'm not going to have a lifetime of hell. Some people be at the altar like, Lord, I know I ain't got no business here. And you will still take your tail down there. Coming in the helicopter, and I, <laughs> you better pay that pilot and take your butt on back home. But the reason you, you're there is because you hadn't gotten here yet in what we're talking about. Had you done the work, had you done the work, it wouldn't be a mistake. Because you would have known and, and, and who you are. You would have known what you're willing to do and take. And, and you would have known that I want somebody that, again, loves me like Christ loved the church. So that awareness make us conscious, y'all, of our choices. And so then we break free from those uh, repetitive cycles. So you got to consider these things and and make sure that, you know, um, love is a commitment. People think, you know, we use that word so loosely. I think that's one of the most loosely used words. Some of y'all in so much lust, it don't make no sense. <laughs> it's just slapping y'all up. Ain't got nothing to do with love. But even in relationships, even in marriage, that's a commitment. It's your commitment to come home. You know, as Bishop Jake said, you could drive around the block many times as you want, but you get your butt in that house because you're committed to this relationship. You're committed to that person. And sometimes if y'all get out of your feelings long enough, you know, you, you can see that forest um, instead of the trees. So you got to improve your uh, communication skills. Y'all set some healthy boundaries. Transform your limiting beliefs and get out of the negative and get into some positive affirmations that you tell yourself about love and relationships. And again, that childhood trauma is a beast. Um, I struggled for a long time, longer than I would have liked to, um, longer than I should have, but I didn't have the tools that I needed. Um, and when you don't, it, it, uh, man, and, and, and I'm going to tell you something else. You don't want to come out like me on the back end because I came out a beast. You get what I'm saying? So I was rough around the edges when I did arrive. And um, not to mention the positions and jobs we hold make us rougher. <laughs> so then when you topple those two together, I dated somebody to say, now Kim, you cheap at work. <laughs> when you come here, you take that mess off, you know, but that was that strong man. You know, I, I'm drawn to, I don't need no little puppy, y'all. And if he's shorter than me, I ain't gonna be able to do it. But you know, you need that strong man that can make you differentiate like, hey, there's a place for you. And that ain't it. And I don't know why some of y'all want to be on the top anyway. Y'all want these old busters that y'all can tell them what to do. That ain't no man. He weak. Why y'all want those weak men? I want somebody that can tell me to sit down. You know. <laughs> so, um, y'all just remember those steps, how to cultivate that. Um, do self-reflection. Um, explore your past experiences. Look at the wounds. Heal from your past. When something triggers you, Write that down, y'all. Journal. Talk about some things for real. Um, we have to get out of the type and get into the type that God has for us and for our life that we're going to have a healthy um, and successful relationship. Um, and we want to be able to break free. So remember that the power to transform your relationship is in you. It lies within you. Um, 
your self-awareness, healing, a commitment to self-love. You can break free from that, y'all, and create a brighter future for yourself. And that's why it's so important, like I said, on these relationship series. I have some raunchy stuff, but these are the things that are so important. Um, and you want to, here's the thing. It, it helps that man as well. And yeah, I know I, I'm in it. Don't be, you know, but how you are, you you can change that man in that relationship. You know, even a good man, you could tear down. So you got to be, be able to know uh, whether or not you're ready for something. Um, it's so key. That's so important. Um, I was single for two years. Um, you know, and sometimes you can be five years, you know, it, it doesn't matter how long you're single. Cause I love me. I'm in here by myself right now. And I love the quietude. I love the peace, the serenity, the quiet, the calm, you know, that's a Monday through Friday thing. Y'all at least Monday through Thursday, that I'm alone and by myself because that's that reflection. That's that time I get to do me. It's that time I get to have the insights. My war room is already ready, so y'all know where I'm going. It's on the knees that we do these things. It's, it's in Christ that we do these things to build and pray for each other, to pray for one another, to pray for our sisters that they can be overcome, be overcomers in these things. It's a bad place to be when your mind is not good. It's a bad place to be when you know you deserve more. Because I know I've been there where I knew I didn't want to be in something when I knew I deserved more. So be encouraged. Um, we're going to get out of these types. You know, you got to start speaking that, Lord, I no longer attract that type. I no longer want that type in my life, you know. So you got to speak those things. And so um, I think it's paramount. I hope it helps somebody. Um, I hope you can think and reflect, write some things down um, to make it uh, make sense to you, uh, even when you can't understand it and see your way. Journaling helps a lot. Sometimes it may be all over the place, but eventually it's going to come together. But again, if, if you're having problems, y'all, seek counseling. If, if all the things you're doing is not working, get that help so they can help you identify those things of the past. They can help you identify the root cause of why you're right where you are today. Break free. You deserve more. You deserve better. He deserves more. He deserves better. If he real, not the real one now, not Pookie and Ray Ray, but he deserves all of you and he deserves to treat you so good you know, to love you so much. Um, and then that submission comes easy. So um, if there's anything y'all want to hear or talk about, y'all know you can hit me up at sistersyouhavevalue at gmail.com, sistersyouhavevalue at gmail.com, or you know you can find me on Facebook. But um, until next time, y'all be blessed. We are free, y'all. We are no longer uh, bound with these types. We on the way, y'all. We on the way.